Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. Welcome back to Action Action, the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our giant list that keeps evolving. It's contentious. We're arguing about it. Where does this movie belong? Long nights of discussions. <laughs> Up, you know, just debating. Uh, I'm Dustin. We are part of the BFOP Network. Check out their other shows. And I am joined by John. Hey, what's up? And James. Woo! I'm here. <laughs> Ambulance, ready to go. Ambulance. This is a movie we all watched a little while ago, so we'll see how well we remember it when we yeah. get to the review here. But let's do, go into some uh, sink or swim, seek or destroy. What have we been watching? James, what do you got for me? All right. Well, uh, I only watched two movies. One is a seek and one is a destroy. So I'm going to go with the seek first. I watched 1986's <laughs> Class of Newcomb High. Oh, yeah. Now that, is that a trauma movie? Class of Newcomb High? I haven't seen that in years. You're just in the class thing because you had done you did, yeah, you did, did Class uh, of 84. Class of 84. I talked yeah. about Class of 1999. Yeah. Yeah, I think this one is a trauma one, but oh yeah, Lloyd Kaufman, yeah. Uh, sure. It's a fun, wacky movie. Have you seen it? I saw it a long time oh, ago. Okay, yeah. It's wacky. It's fun. It's got some good special effects. Yeah, trauma usually has some like ridiculous practical effects, practical stuff. Yeah, and, and it's a lot like the last movie I watched, like uh, the griminess and the I don't know. High school, <laughs> high, school high school movies. war zone kind of yeah. movie. Yeah, it was it was a good time. So um, that's where there's like a high school next to a nuclear power plant. <laughs> the The operator of the nuclear power plant doesn't care or give a shit about safety, and he's he's kind of like at all costs we need to keep the power plant going, and they're like burying nuclear waste, and then there's like this gang that's growing marijuana in the nuclear waste (laughs) and then so so people smoke it so so people smoke it and then you know shit happens and uh at one part because they smoke it they get like taken over by whatever uh (laughs) nuclear deformity but one girl like and this this did win for best original screenplay right yeah oh yeah that year (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> At one point, uh, a girl that smokes it, she like spits out this 
worm slug thing that goes in the toilet and then forms into like this monster <laughs> in the basement. This is my kind of cinema right here. <laughs> it it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I got to rewatch that one. Is it is it a, is it an action? Because this something we could do on the show. Um. Or not enough Maybe? action stuff. I mean, I guess there's enough action. Why not? It's a, ho- it's a horror comedy. Yeah. Okay. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> the trauma trauma has like a preoccupation, I feel like, with like the nuclear waste kind of uh, idea. Because like, you know, Toxic Avenger uh, right. was based on that. And it's uh, trauma. all the movies are shot in New Jersey. Uh, Guerrilla style back in the day. So, Yeah. It's a fun movie. I definitely suggest checking it out. Um, Yeah, so that's The Seek. Destroy is, this ties into probably what you're going to talk about, Dustin, Uncharted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I also watched Uncharted. Oh, man. More like who farted. Am I right? (laughs) No. No, no, you're not right. You're not allowed to do that. Oh, man. Cut that out of the podcast. Oh. Uh, Yeah, that movie sucked. I I wasn't expecting a whole lot because I kind of figured it sucked and I hadn't really heard anyone say anything good about it. So I just assumed I just assumed it was uh, shitty. Um but yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah, I I got very little enjoyment out of it at all. It, it was so you played the video games, Dustin. Yeah, the the games have better writing, better acting, better storytelling, better <laughs> a sense of adventure. Uh huh. Um, I don't understand what Mark Wahlberg's in it. Mark Wahlberg is Sully. Um, Sully's supposed to be old. I thought. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's old now. Yeah, Sully's <laughs> supposed to be like old and like heavy. Yeah, he? well, he's thicker than Mark Wahlberg, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, anyway, uh, the I don't really see Tom Holland as the Nathan Drake character either. No. Um, you know, it would be great. It's just, you know, one of those polished, lifeless sort of. It, it's almost like um, a Dwayne Johnson movie. Yeah, it has the same kind of feel as it, that. It has that kind of feel. Um you know, and even I'm I'm usually just such a mark for like the, any kind of Indiana Jones type thing. Like I like the National Treasure movies. This this is just Wait, dog who shit. Who doesn't like the National Treasure? Movies? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's people who don't like them, but like this is just so bad. And th- I thought the sequence at the end with the ships was kind of fun, but that was like way too little, way too late. Like where they you know they're flying through the air with the pirate ships yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was definitely that was at least something different. Yeah, yeah, it was something different. But it was like. That was like the only thing that, in the movie. Like I played a little bit of the game. I didn't play a lot of the game. And that was probably the closest thing right. to the game. Yeah. Where it kind of felt a little bit like it. Yeah. Yeah. Hated that one myself. Is that the only uh stuff you've been watching? That's it. Uh haven't really watched anything else. John, what about you? You watch anything? No, good mostly movie? TV, like I always do. Um, you know, Better Call Sauls and you're the, and killing it. Which is a great show with Craig Robinson and um, I'm embarrassed I forget her name, but yeah, uh, it's a really good show, really funny. Craig Robinson, I don't know about about that one. Oh, okay, so um, uh, yeah, Claudia O'Doherty is the actor. Oh, Scott MacArthur's in it also. Uh, you probably recognize Scott MacArthur if you saw him. Um, it's pretty much about Craig Robinson is mm-hmm. this kind of down. Well, it starts off with he's like rich and how he got there, but it start it's. It's like his like 
kind of a losery kind of guy. Like, just nothing's really working out that well for him. But he's got like really got high hopes. He's gonna make it. He's gonna like start a business or something like that. Anyway, he ends up uh, finding like hunting anacondas in in Florida because you get <laughs> you get paid for killing anacondas in Florida. Okay. Or boa constrictors or whatever the fuck they're called. Okay. It's like they're invasive, right? Right. Sounds like so, a Florida thing. Yeah, so you, like you get paid like to kill them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so it's like him and Claudia O'Doherty, who's this Australian actress comedian. She is absolutely hilarious. I know her from Comedy Bang Bang. It was the first time I ever heard her, um, the podcast. Anyway, it's really funny. Good show. Um, check okay. it out. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. Uh, yeah, that. But the, I did go see a movie. I went and saw a movie with my kids. I saw Bad Guys. Yeah, what is the deal with this bad guys thing? I didn't even know about it so, until I saw like a kind of a really poster. interesting film. Uh, the art style is really, it's really, it's different. Like it kind of blends a b- bunch of stuff. I actually ended up missing the opening part of the opening scene, which is like a um, Tarantino esque kind of uh, cafe, not cafe, uh, like cafe scene where they're like having a discussion about. Oh, okay. Stuff. Uh, one of the, the characters, the wolf and the snake. There's, there's this gang of bad guys. Um, oh, they're like cartoon villains. Or yeah, something. they're like a. There's a, they're all cartoons. There's a there's a wolf, a tarantula, a piranha, a shark. Craig Robinson is a shark. Wolf and a snake and a yeah, and they are bad guys. Mm-hmm. But they're bad guys in a world of people. Oh, like there's, okay. They're animals in a world of people. Oh, weird. But there's also good animals that are like anthropomorphic is that the yeah, word yeah no is that the that's not the right word is it well yeah sure anthropomorphized uh anyway they're that but then there's but there's also pets <laughs> okay yeah so like at one point there's a there's a guinea pig it's like a goofy pluto situation here where yeah, it's getting kind of confusing <laughs> there's a, 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 a there's like a guinea pig played by um richard aota um who's like this bad guy he's like he's he's their nemesis in a sense but he like it's kind of like a reveal i'm giving away the plot of bad guys uh, <laughs> spoilers but, for but bad guys he's a guinea pig but there's also guinea pigs that are being used as test subjects in like okay in a scientific facility that are just normal guinea pigs so it's i, I don't really get it but what are the rules here people there aren't like the rules don't make any sense to me <laughs> craig robinson plays a shark that's a master of disguise to the point where like he just puts a dress on and everybody thinks he is a woman. Like it's, it's weird, but it's, I liked it. It's funny. It's very like self-aware. There's yeah. a moment in which he go, uh, the, the wolf is played by Sam Rockwell goes full Clooney to be charming and they call it going full Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> and it really is like going Clooney. Like, mm. I don't know. It's a weird movie. That's fun. Sounds fun. Yeah. Well, fucking watch a cartoon, guys. Get off your high horse. <laughs> watch a kids' movie every once in a while. Fucking savages. Or a Newcomb High. <laughs> or Newcomb High. Yeah, yeah, they're both kind of kids' movies. Uh, yeah, I'm behind on all the shows. I got to catch up. Um, I was out of town, but like, uh, have you watched We Own This City at all? I just watched the first episode. No, it's that's the show that I really, really would like to focus and watch right yeah so you gotta uh, pick the right time so pick the right time uh no i'm more watching like uh better call saul's back and it's just yeah i'm behind one on that too the fucking best show yeah so it's good so good 
Uh, speaking of best shows, Barry's back. Barry is back, yeah. And did you watch Barry? Uh, just the first one. I haven't watched the second one yet. So I watched the first two, and it's just Bill Hader is mm-hmm. so. Go- I'm blown away by how incredibly talented this guy is. Like he's just such a good actor, and you wouldn't have guessed. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't have guessed it. But yeah, unless that comedy background it, thing, right? Where he's just so scary. And this season is is kind of taking like a really interesting turn to like dive more into like abuse and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's what I watched, Dustin. Nice. Uh, well, I'll mention, I'll rattle off a few here. I uh, saw this Taiwanese horror movie called The Sadness. It's like a zombie movie. Super, super gory, James. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, John, you know, this came across like somebody tried to make like a crossed movie, basically. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, cross shouldn't have been drawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, the comic book crossed, if anyone hasn't read that. It's, yeah, super disturbing zombie thing. Um, this movie kind of feels like that. It's The only thing is it, it, it kind of touches on some sort of pandemic stuff, and, and it, I felt like it could have gone in an interesting direction with that, and it doesn't really. It just kind of sort of glances at it and then moves on. But, you know, if you want something really over the top, gory uh it gets into some disturbing territory actually so i'd say it's worth a look for horror fans um and i watched the ipcrest file this is a michael kane movie it's the kind of the movie i think that really kicked off his career uh from 1965 it's like a spy espionage kind of movie that uh, a lot of people think of as like an anti-bond Oh, cool. kind of thing. Um, has the same guy doing the score that did the score for all these old Bond movies too, though. So you think, oh, this is going to be like a Bond thing, but then it like shows sort of the mundanity and like mundane nature of just like the bureaucratic stuff of working in the office and this boring oh, yeah. stuff. But then it does have like spycraft, but it's presented in a more realistic way than in the Bond movies. Like there's no fucking gadgets or weird shit like that. Now this just they just made into a TV series. I'm not sure which. Um, channel or streaming service or whatever has it but it's just about to start i think as a ongoing series and it's kind of funny i didn't actually know it was going to be a show but then somebody was talking about it and i was like oh well actually watch having watched the movie it actually makes perfect sense to adapt this into a a series so apparently the first episode airs tomorrow okay there you go i'll be interested to check it out um let's see i watched a real shitty horror movie called seed people (laughs) seed people (laughs) yeah (laughs) um this is a full moon movie kind of operating on a similar budget to like a trauma thing like what you had watched but uh i mean i guess there was some charm to it the the practical monster stuff was cheesy but it was fun the movie is pretty shitty like all terrible acting there's a girl who's supposed to be like a 13 year old kid in the movie who's clearly like 28 years old (laughs) (laughs) just pretending to be a child um yeah you could probably skip that one uh i watched malone with burt reynolds this was a two oh yeah this was a two i saw deal. that you watched that this was a fun movie actually shot in fucking uh headley bc which i recognized because i saw the mine on the hill while i was watching. i was uh, this is fucking headley and so i looked it up yeah sure enough shot in headley um this has got some fucking blood squibs oh really like, this is like shoot a guy with a, a like a handgun in the front and like his whole back is like blood <laughs> yeah it's just like kind of crazy Sounds like i need to watch it's it a, it's a little bit slow moving but 
the action is pretty nuts when it does happen um and there's some fun uh just fun locations and stuff like that so it was all right and then i'll mention now i saw the unbearable weight of massive talent the new nicholas oh, yeah. cage um is it everything we could hope it pedro could be? pascal um you know it's a really fun movie it's not it's not like perfect or anything like that yeah it's, it's a really good time uh it's you know if your expectation is that it's gonna be fun then you're gonna have a good time like it's just a fun movie the best stuff is just like the sort of bromance between the two of them hanging right. out doing acid like writing trying to write a movie together <laughs> <laughs> um there's just like so much fun stuff going on with that uh it's like a ludicrous movie as you'd expect um, it probably could have gone a little crazier, in my opinion, lean a little bit further into some of the Nick Cage nuttiness, but it's really fun. And if you love Nicolas Cage, like you have to watch this, of course. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been watching. Definitely would recommend the Nick Cage one if you're a fan of his. If you know for some reason you're you, or you're a loser and you and don't like him. And if you're not, stop listening to this. <laughs> stop listening. <laughs> um, yeah, there's so many just fun references to like all his movies and stuff. That's cool. But yeah, I'm looking forward to watching that. Speaking of references to their own movies, <laughs> Michael Bay. Yeah, he definitely references his own movies in this movie. We're about to review Ambulance. Let's roll the trailer. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry that I brought you into this. I just wanted things to be the way they used to be. That's my brother, Will. I could use some help. My wife needs this surgery. This is real life. How's that right? You put your life down on the line for this country? You leave your family, your home? How much do you need? 231. How about more? 32 million. And I need an extra man. I came to you for a loan. Look, have I ever gotten you anything that I couldn't get you out of? It's time for you to do something for your family. All right, so... 2022's Ambulance, directed by Michael Bay, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Yaya, uh, Ab, no, sorry, let me try that again, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, uh, Isa Gonzalez, Garrett Dillahunt, and others. Uh, yeah, so this is a Michael Bay movie where he's kind of returning to form here. Let me just read the synopsis and we'll get into it. The Bayonator. Decorated veteran Will Sharp, desperate for money to cover his wife's medical bills, asks for help from his adoptive brother Danny. A charismatic career criminal, Danny instead offers him a score. The biggest bank heist in Los Angeles history, $32 million. Actually, I prefer two robbers stealing ambulance after their heist goes awry. <laughs> it's more direct, more to the point. Yeah, you notice the bank is the same bank from Heat? Was it the same bank? Yeah. I mean, definitely trying to go for those heat vibes and some of that, like the shootout when they come out of that bank. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's got heat all over this. It's got, well, Except it's the Bay, the Bay version. It's LA. Yeah, it, LA. Was it? So it was the exact same bank. It, it's the same bank, yeah. Uh, so like we kind of said before, it's been a while since we watched this movie. So I think we're going to kind of be all over the place. Yeah. So prepare yourself for that. Just like Michael Bay, we're going to be everywhere. Um. <laughs> yeah, the camera's flying, <laughs> literally flying around. Uh, yeah, so just uh, some quick initial impressions. I know we kind of, I think we're on a scale here probably where, James, you're at the low end. 
I'm probably a little bit more in the middle, and John, I think you quite enjoyed this one. Spoiler alert, I said it was a nine. N- wow. That's my reaction. A nine. Um, um, so my first reaction was I hated it. <laughs> After reflecting, and you know, I watched some behind the scenes, and I, I watched clips from the movie, I'm like... Should I give it another chance? Yeah. I'm going to, you know, let you guys try to convince me that I shouldn't hate it. Okay. We'll see where we (laughs) come out on the other end of this. We'll see. I think it's just because Michael Bay, it's Michael Bay. So there's not, none of his movies I particularly like. Yeah, and okay, obviously. Like I didn't even like The Rock. Right. We we did The Rock and you weren't super into it and uh John I don't think you were all that into it either. No, and the thing is is like I think that I went through all of Michael Bay's films. Like I just went on his IMDb page and I just went through like okay, well, like Michael Bay, we talk about him so much. Like Yeah, we've done like, Bad Boys, what, we've done what Armageddon. Is he, what does he really directed, right? So, if I'm thinking about it, we got Bad Boys. Obviously. Okay, then we got The Rock. Yeah. Armageddon. Armageddon, which, which I, I have a love-hate relationship which, with. It's which kind I, of amazing in a way. Yeah. Which I, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. Pearl Harbor, which I had no interest in watching. I've seen it. it sucks. Pearl Harbor sucks. Bad Boys sucks. 2, which isn't as good as... Oh, yeah. Nick wants to come on this summer and do Bad Boys 2 with us, okay. by the way. Then we got oh. The Island. Yeah, I remember kind of liking the island, but I don't actually remember anything about it now. Okay, at so this point, you know, but like you're like okay, but he's got so many more movies, right? And then Transformers, Transformers, well, Transformers. He doesn't really Pain and Gain. Yeah, he's got some. Nin- oh, he didn't even direct those Ninja Turtles movies, right? He just produced, no, he produced, just produced them. them. Yeah, but you really do jump from Bad Boys Two to the Island, like then Transformers. He's got that's the, his next three movies are Transformers movies, mm-hmm. Pain and Gain, which okay. Didn't he do Six Underground just, or okay. just produce Yeah, and then it. Six Underground. Yeah, and then he did another Transformers movie. Okay, so from 2007 yeah. to 2014, he made four movies. Three of them were Transformers movies. I started watching the first Transformers movie, and I fucking turned it off. I hated it so much. It could be fun. It could be like a fun... It just wasn't it's not, it's not. for me. It's not fun. <laughs> so then he did Six Underground. Yeah, which we didn't love uh, on this show, because we did that as well. I don't even remember watching it. <laughs> It has kind of a fun opening chase scene, as I, I recall. Oh, I swear to God, I don't even fucking remember that movie. It's got Ryan Reynolds. It's got Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, but then, but then, like, I want to finish this off. Oh, there's a movie called 13 Hours. Oh, I think he produced that, right? Or no, he, he directed Oh, it. he directed that. That was like a, something to do with... Uh, it, that's like one of those like I love American military yeah, movies. Yeah. Um, but like that's it, really. So really, the only movies that would be for me... Like that, yeah, those early ones, right? Would be like bad Armageddon boys, rock, and Armageddon. Bad Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's it. And I wasn't the biggest fan. And upon watching Bad Boys again, I think that we all are kind of. I think that we have delusional memories of Bad Boys being a lot better than it was. <laughs> I don't think it's as I mean, good okay. as people say it is. No, I don't think it is. We all felt like that when we watched it. But at the same time, it, it's entertaining. Like it's not like a, a, a dog is. shit movie. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence make it very watchable. Uh, we don't talk about Oh, we don't talk about Will Smith. He's been banned from the Oscars for 10 years. He's been banned from this podcast for 11. 
<laughs> That's how far we're willing to take it. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a uh, Mel Gibson movie, but we won't talk about Will Smith. <laughs> Mel Gibson can fucking go to the Oscars every year. I'm glad you said that because we're doing Lethal Weapon two next week. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, no, it's no. just that I, I just feel like Michael Bay. I think has an outsized uh, impact on the way that we think. His his name means more than I think it actually does. Well, I think there's. Yeah, I think there's something what you're saying. I think there's um I, it's almost because of the way that he makes movies, which is like the maximalist approach. And so then and he has a very distinct style. Um so, you know, people think of and sort of tie him to sort of helping um make blockbusters this huge thing, but then also like has kind of somewhat maybe arguably led us down the road to where we are at now with the theatrical landscape and like in terms of everything has to be like a like not a transformers but something like that where it's like a big flashy um you know i'm surprised he hasn't got a chance to like direct a marvel movie or something i don't know if maybe he has and he hasn't been interested but but you got to remember too that the marvel movies you've got to sort of stay within uh, a certain scope of what you're doing i mean I so I did watch a lot of interviews that he had for Ambulance and just him talking about I and see this is the thing like I don't really know a whole lot about Michael Bay. I don't know whether I need to like or I should hate his guts <laughs> and like cuz I don't know what kind of person he is, right? Or there's some, they, there are this, some not great stories out there, but yeah, go on. Yeah, but or should I like love the guy because of the way he talks about action movies and what he looks for in an action movie? Because he's just like, like ambulance. He's like, all he talks about is he wants practical effects. He used as little CGI as he could. Yeah. There's a little bit in there. Um, but he's just kind of like, yeah, I do. I want to be in there. I want to be with the action like he's really hands on with with everything. I think he's he's the kind of guy that's like my camera is the dick and I am the camera and I'm going to fuck this scene. Yeah. Fuck this scene. Like, that's how I feel is. Like, yeah. I feel like Michael Bray is brought to you by fucking piles of cocaine. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think that everything he's saying in those interviews in a lot of ways kind of actually goes against how he made his career. For the last, I mean, we talked about four movies in seven years. Right, Three. the Transformers were very CG. That's heavy. the opposite. But but yeah. this, I, I, if he wants to get to a different place, if he's like trying to be like, no, like this is what I really want. Maybe this is like a passion project for him. Right. Then f- the guy fucking rules. And maybe he was mired in the Transformers thing for a while, and it's like, okay, now I can kind of go back to what I used to do. And I, you know, well, don't that, worry. He has another Transformers movie coming. Oh, he's just producing it though. Okay. So, so anyway, this movie feels like a return to classic Michael Bay in a lot of ways to me. Yeah. Uh, it honestly, in, in the interviews, it just sounds like he just is, he, he'll pick his projects and he just wants to do this style. Yeah. Now I will be interesting movie. to see what happens for him going forward. Cause this fucking bombed at the box office. Well, he, he's it, making it, a it movie bomb. called robo apocalypse where it's like a post post apocalyptic post. Yeah. I can't even say the that's word. That's a, that's a novel. Yeah, it's ba- it's based on a novel. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which seems to be what he does 
like this movie is based on a Danish movie from 2005. Okay. So. I bet you the Danish one isn't quite so flourishy. <laughs> I watched the trailer for it and it looks like more of a comedy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, also like really low budget movie. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Although this movie was only $40 million. Yeah, well, it's it's a smaller scope, obviously, so, than the Transformers movies. See, that, um, but it still like feels like a big movie. It's yeah, a huge, I mean, that's what I, I think. That's what I was gonna say. Like, man, they put that forty million dollars to work. Oh hell yeah, yeah. which is I love. Um, the, I, I don't know. This this feels more like a you know, for lack of a better word, not an indie, but it does. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> it does feel like a. But this is this is what we used to go to. This was used to be what the blockbuster was. The this summer is, this comes out in the summer, and everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, we're going to check out this huge action movie yeah. with yeah. big stars." Right? Like this, if they would put out like two movies like this a year, <laughs> I would be happy. Like yeah. I would love. I wish I had a scene. I this could in go the for theater. five or ten. Well, I could go for twelve. But. Yeah, but the, I, I want to go back to what James was saying about not being a Michael Bay guy because I've never really felt like one either. Like, yeah, in the early days, I liked Bad Boys. I liked I liked The Rock a lot. I still probably think The Rock is his best overall. Uh, Armageddon, I think, is pretty entertaining, even though it's like also like horrific in a lot of ways to me in terms of his filmmaking style. Like, he's always been a guy that. I find his style irritating usually. Like, it's very abrasive. The quick cuts, the spinning yeah, camera shit. I don't like the spinning camera. Like, it almost gets, like, laughable sometimes. It almost gets like, uh, fuck, what's the guy that re- remade uh, the Taken at Pelham 1, 2, 3? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Tony Scott. Very much yeah, the, Tony in the Scott same is school. The, the master of... Yeah, he's, like, the original guy doing that stuff. Like, watching that movie, it's like... The spinning is on like overload, right? And he's always Tony Scott's always got weird filters on and stuff. He wants it to look like dark and smoky in every room. And that's also with the uh, that's more of the quick cuts. Yes, you can't tell what's going on. This is the anti. It's the anti Hong Kong action. It's it's you never know what's happening right exactly, and nothing's really happening in real life because you cut so quick that you can just yeah. film for like five the seconds. Is, the thing is, sometimes Tony Scott could be restrained or at least somewhat restrained for him um with certain movies and i feel like this one for michael bay to me even though it is like crazy it does feel restrained for him to me like if you compare this to like armageddon i don't feel like this is as nuts with all the camera shit although there is crazy camera stuff going on i can't wait to talk about the crazy but i feel like it just works well with this particular movie because it's such a kinetic movie like the it's just a non-stop moving thing where once we've got once they're in the ambulance after they've you know this heist has broken down everything's gone wrong jake gyllenhaal and uh abdul mateen they get into that ambulance once you're in that that's the rest of the movie basically and it's always moving and so it kind the base style kind of suits it more in a way than some of the other movies i've seen him do yeah so let's talk about the spinning camera stuff that's not as much here but we we do get is drones. It's a drone city, <laughs> and I love. It. I'm here for it. The way that he uses drones in this movie is fucking nuts, and it's so awesome. The shots that you get of like using drones, it, how you describe it? Okay, it zips through things, and that sounds like whatever. But it's yeah, done it's so like, cool. It is pretty cool. I mean, it's maybe a little overdone at times, but what well, were you say, well, James? there's there's some stuff where it's like. 
is it necessary? No. Right. Like there's but, a scene where like they enter the 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 basement of the bank and they're walking through the hallway and there's like a drone that just <laughs> zooms down I, the hallway and picks I'm a actually shot okay with that. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with the drone stuff in close quarters hmm. because it's it's exciting to me because you've got motion. He's always in, he's 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 making motion when there isn't really much motion happening right on well, screen. Well, when it's close quarters, you're like like. It's so fast, so quick, close quarters. Like, is the drone going to crash? Like, how are <laughs> right. they How are they doing this? <laughs> right. Is it going to hit the actors or whatever? Yeah. But he hired, like, a 19-year-old drone racer. Oh, really? To film all that. Okay, that's cool. Which is crazy. Yeah. And he, like, he would go to this guy and say... Okay, we're going to jump this uh, cop car and you have to fly your drone underneath the cop car and that's what we're going to do. And he's like, okay, well, like, do I get to practice? No. Yeah. Like you just have to do it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it just sounds crazy. It sounds like the funnest time. Just like, let's just try whatever we can. And And I mm. I think that I think we want to talk about something else. The word, the words you use there, James which is interesting because it's like, or maybe it was doesn't set it, but like it's like it's too much or like it, it's not needed. But when have we not wanted more than what's needed? That's kind of been like our thing. It's like, oh yeah, and that is the Bay Way. Right? The night comes for us. Oh yeah, give me more gore, give me more yeah. blood and mm-hmm. violence, and like he just does that, but he does it with a camera. And I'm not going to defend the CGI stuff in Armageddon or whatever, which wasn't really my my bag, but the way that he took i think the concept of what you see on on youtube of like hey check out this crazy drone shot where like a person does a choreographed like shot through an abandoned building Mm -hmm. and it's like holy fuck that would be so cool in a movie and then you see it in a movie and it's like oh that sucked that was just like well i didn't didn't think it sucked no 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 no. that's what i'm saying i'm saying you see it in a normal movie and you're like okay well they didn't really utilize the drone the way that these like kids are doing it right whereas he actually did the thing he hired a kid who knows how to do this. And he stuff. did it like up the level. Like the scenes where it starts where there's a drone shot of like the top of like a skyscraper. Yeah, and then yeah. it drops. And then it drops. That is like in. sick. Yeah, those are pretty cool. I like that stuff. Um, he So he does, sorry, he does talk about the last movie he did. Uh, what was it? Like 30 days or? Oh, the 13 days the or 13 whatever days. that called, yeah. Uh, 13 hours. Yeah. 13 hours. He he did talk I never about, saw that one. about how he he had, I think, some like Swedish drone operator, somebody, these other drone operators. And he's like, drones are cool, but like we were very limited on what we could do. Yeah. And like, that's why he was so excited to get right. like this 19 year old that was able to do things that it's like. This is what I want to do. I need to find someone that can do that. Right. And it's like, I finally found somebody that can just do exactly what I want. Michael Bay fucks the drone footage. Oh, Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I would say, like, uh, I think it's you get a sense a little bit where it's like, oh, I found this new toy and I'm going to play with it a lot, a little bit in the movie because they just they do a lot of it but i mean i gotta admit it's it's pretty cool i mean if i'm making this movie though i'm like holy fuck i'm gonna do everything first like as far as like 
in a in a movie of this quality be like right. i'm gonna do the first time we do this yeah i'm gonna do the first time we do this with the drone <laughs> like wouldn't you just be like i'm gonna do everything i'm gonna just like i'm gonna go nuts i mean and it totally makes sense that it would be michael bay who would want to you know incorporate this stuff into yeah and so like jake gyllenhaal talked about how Michael Bay was uh, explaining how this scene was going to go. Okay, you're in the bank. This drone's going to come flying right at you. But before it gets to you, it's going to hit the ceiling. Right. It's going to go right up. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yeah, you know, he's telling me this. And I'm like playing it cool. I'm playing it cool. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the scene starts and this drone comes. And the drone's like 100 feet away from me. And I drop to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet you it's terrifying. And so if you actually watch the behind the scenes of the drone footage. Yeah. And you just hear the sound of the right. drone. It's like whirring. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I've never seen the movie um, The Birds. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, really? I, I've never seen that movie. Oh. But I imagine like. John said that's so disappointing. <laughs> I haven't seen it. They fucking tied birds to her. <laughs> They ruined her life. <laughs> Hitchcock's a psychopath. He's also probably my favorite director. Uh, I just imagine there's a movie where it's instead of birds, it's going to be drones because just that sound alone Mm -hmm. is fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It can be used in freaky ways. Um, but yeah, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit. Let's talk more drones. I was going to say, I was going to speaking of Jake Gyllenhaal, Uh let's talk about some of the characters and the performances and stuff. Jake Gyllenhaal is chef's kiss. Perfect. I, first of all, I long time, first time, long time, <laughs> first time, long time. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I've always loved Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it has never since Donnie Darko. It has never wavered. I love Bubble Boy. <laughs> I will watch October Sky. <laughs> Come on. Uh, is it Enemy? Yeah, Prisoner? Enemy. Ooh, Enemy. Yeah, uh, Yeah. I mean, I love Jake Gyllenhaal, he's and so he good. is the funnest part about this movie. I think he is fucking off his. <laughs> like rock, he's nuts in this fucking movie. He's yeah. insane. He's absolutely hilarious. He is completely like manic mm-hmm. and like flipping in between. Like, is he I'm, bad? Is he like okay? Is he kind of okay? Or is he kind of nuts? Like, is he? He's definitely nuts. He's definitely, <laughs> he's definitely nuts. nuts. <laughs> but he's so fucking funny. Yeah, and but he's so he, charming. He's not without like um like he's I I kept thinking based on the trailers and everything. I was thinking oh. It's just going to be that he's actually a bad guy and he's dragged his brother into this and like, that's it. He's like a bad guy and he's like, fuck you. You're not going to, you're not getting out of this. You're part of this now. That kind of thing. Like I thought that was the angle they were going to go for. I did not get that from the trailer. That's what I thought they were going to do. And that's not where it goes. And I was so pleasantly surprised by that. Like uh, this is skipping way ahead, but like when you get to that scene at the end, when they're in that office room with those, those guys that he did the deal with. Uh, and he's like, yeah, okay. So you're going to want to go left or whatever. Like, yeah. And so then like, it's like, oh shit, he's still with him. He's still with his brother. Like he's going to do what it takes, which kind of makes the ending like super, super tragic in a way. Right. Like by the time we get there now, whether or not all these emotional beats work, that's, that's the part where Michael Bay generally loses me. I don't know that all that stuff works, but the actors are doing a lot with, you know, what I assume is a pretty shitty script. So yeah, so at, at the end, and we'll, you know, like we said, we're going to jump all over at this, but like basically the ending is that, uh, I, I want to get the character names. Danny here, is Jake Gyllenhaal, Will. Yeah, Will. So Will is basically forced to kill 
Danny, Jake Gyllenhaal's character at the end of the movie. So he's been shot. They pull up in the ambulance. They drive the ambulance to the front of the hospital. All the cops have surrounded them who've been chasing them through the whole fucking movie. Uh, Isa Gonzalez is the paramedic in there. And like, uh, so Danny has her hostage and then will like shoots him in the back. And I was like, man, it's just kind of rough. Like he helped him like, He's, you know, it was, he's not a good helper. Obviously, he's like a bad influence. But at the same time, like he was loyal to him. Yeah. Um, but he was gonna kill her, like if he had to, right, to get away if he needed to. Well, that's because yeah, it's not about her; it's about them. It's about the two yeah. of them. It's always been about the two of them. And I'm a such so a sucker I'm with Jake for that. On this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're what? You're, I'm, I'm with Jake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, it felt like a betrayal to me almost at the end because yeah. I feel like, you know, like Jake Gyllenhaal, Danny, he did, he didn't go the way that he could have gone. He didn't go to try to, he gave up the money to try to go to the hospital to take him to save his life. And then he shoots him in the back. (laughs) But I I think that Danny, Jake Gyllenhaal, Danny, the character, I think that he knew in the end it had to end this way. I wish there was a little bit more in there to sort of show that. Like, like he I don't could know have been, what they, he was maybe, thinking. I don't, yeah, I'm maybe, not sure what he was I don't know. It's true. I mean, his I, motivations aren't really that clear. That might be just what I'm putting on it. Also, you have to understand the whole premise of the movie is they have to keep the cop alive or else if they get caught. Yeah, so let's then rewind. Then it's going to be worse. Except for throughout the movie, cop cars are blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cops are dead already. Cops are dying left and so right. So I actually thought at the beginning, <laughs> so, I was like, oh, they're, they're kind of pulling their punches here. Because uh, there wasn't a lot of blood or like killing, it seemed like. He's like, don't kill a cop. And then it got like fucking crazy. Well, in terms of like car accident and stuff, right? Like, I feel like there's a sort of a G.I. Joe A-team attitude there where it's like, well, you didn't see them die. So, so maybe, they're they're not, dead. maybe they're not dead. That's what it felt like. Yeah, for the first, <laughs> for the first chunk, it felt like very much Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. And then it just goes into, there's no way anybody's alive. Like they're all dead. (laughs) There just can't be. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so rewinding. So they do this heist. It's like a heat style heist. It goes wrong. They're with the a, whole team basically gets killed except for for Jake Gyllenhaal. But there's no team. And, so Jake Gyllenhaal uh, is like the local on the team. He's in L.A. Yeah. He's a local. There's this um, out of town crew that's coming in from New York. And they all have like New York accents and they all act like New York assholes and they're all coming to L.A. And they're like, no, we're going to do this the New York way. <laughs> I thought the guy that drove the truck was kind of funny. Oh, he's, they were all. It was, <laughs> yeah. But it's like they're all over the top in a Michael Bay type of way. Right? Yeah. The movie is fucking hilarious. I think it's it, really, well, here's really the thing. funny. I did think it was funnier than most of his movies because there's always attempts at humor in his movies. And I mean, Armageddon's got some pretty funny shit in it because, again, a great cast. <clears throat> But there's a lot of times where his jokes just are like, oh, man. Uh, it's also there was a gro- few. There's some groaners. There, there's definitely a few. That and there are. Just, there are some groaners. Let's but, remember that the guy didn't... Ch- he doesn't write these movies. No, I know. So this was written by the guy who created Chuck. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Which makes total sense for yeah. the vibe. And I did think this one was, you know, actually intentionally funny and, and worked a lot of the time. And not all of the jokes are... I think James is right. Not all the jokes work. But 
a good deal of them did, I thought. I think a lot of it works. I think that the the references to Bad Boys, the references to Michael Bay movies. Okay, well, that was really funny. I thought that was funny. a bit masturbatory. Oh, he I, makes joke references to his own That movies. I think that was so funny. Yeah, so they referenced The Rock, and what else did they reference? Oh, Bad Boys. Bad, right? Bad Boys. Yeah. I, I think it suits Michael Bay. It does suit Michael Bay. It just seems like such a Michael Bay thing. It also suits also, the tone of the movie. He also is a cop in the movie at the beginning and at the end. Oh, okay. I didn't In notice. the background, but... The writer? No, no Michael, Michael Bay. Bay. Um, I loved Garrett Dillahunt as being the cop that's pursuing them. I don't understand. I just love him so much. I was going to say, I just love him. <laughs> I, I just don't understand any of that. Like the cop pursuing him and the the team he has with so, that like souped up truck with the woman in the back. And then, <laughs> and so then she was there's like funny, <laughs> some... That w- some other guy that's like supposed to be a millennial. So a couple of things I want to say about this. One, <laughs> all of that, millennial. all of that stuff about Nameless like millennial. the, the, like the, the cyber expert and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That was so very much oh. like television. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Very, yeah. very much like TV. Um, like we're watching, um, NCIS or it's right. Also very much TV that, um, well, I don't want to say. I have a hard time saying Jacob Dillahunt. Garrett. Uh, Garrett. Garrett, sorry, Garrett Dillahunt. I have a hard time saying his name. Um, what's his name in the movie? Captain Monroe. So the whole idea behind Monroe's team. They were they is, were watching some other guys were supposed to hit that bank. No, right? no, those guys were supposed to hit the bank. So the reason that they didn't were unsure is because Jake J- Danny switched the vehicles at the last minute. Okay. They're supposed to use a different vehicle. So the vehicle that they left behind is a little confused. That they referenced earlier is like, hey, why aren't we taking this vehicle? And he's like, because no one's seen this new vehicle before. Right. So they had a tracker on the other one, which was the. um, uh, This is why they don't know that Danny's involved because they're just following the New York crew. The New York crew. So they leave the New York crew. This makes more sense to me. Yeah. So this is also very television. It is a special force that is a new way of dealing with crimes like this, which is not to kill everybody. They're actually trying to get people. Right. They're not going to they're not going to try to take them down until after they're out of the bank. Yeah, they're trying to like they're trying a new tactic. So this is actually also another TV show, which could be like new force. It's just like. The new, <laughs> new force, the new SWAT team. It's a like right. new SWAT. It's like uh, this is a modern, you know, fucking social justice warrior way of like taking down. <laughs> I'm just being a dick, but do you, that, that's that's also a very TV show thing. Like this could have been a TV show right. about those Somebody guys. Somebody pitch a show about these guys, yeah. the squad. So then that's how they don't know that Danny's involved. And then eventually they realize, oh, I think there's a local involved, which then they figure out it's Danny. And then they say Danny to the right. FBI agent. They bring in the FBI guy Anson played by Clark, Keir, Keir O'Donnell. Yeah. Who's in fucking, it's hilarious. He's like in a fucking counseling. He's a gay, he's a gay millennial in counseling with his fucking I thought that was funny that they husband. included that scene. It's so, it's, I loved, I love this shit. James is uh, just shaking his head, guys. You can't see it. I, I know, but like. His back and forth with the uh, like the FBI guys. Yeah, once, back he, and once forth, they're back there together, it's, it, kinda, it's yeah. just like because he's trying to play a millennial, although he's like actually forty five years old or something <laughs> like that. Um, but whoa, whoa, whoa! How old is a millennial? I'm a millennial. Forty five is Gen X. Oh, he's oh, he's on the cusp. 
He's born in 78. <laughs> well, no, he's the same age as me then. Okay, but why not get like somebody that's 30 or That something? guy looks young. I guess. He looks like a TV 30-year-old. <laughs> TV 30. He's a good TV 30. He's a, TV, he's a movie 30. Either way, I, I just feel this back and forth. Uh, yeah, that's They're stuff, trying to be that cute. That stuff wasn't, it, it, didn't play super it well. It just didn't land very well, and I that's feel. That's fair. I think that's totally fair. I mean, I did kind of find the uh, the cyber chick and the uh, the head of the special force um, their weird sexual erotica thing back and forth they were having was kind of like, what was going on? <laughs> I just chalked that up to Michael Bayish stuff. <laughs> but okay, so the, the Kiro Donald, like the character, he's it's kind of a fun character at least on paper, and and some of the you know like the performance is good and everything, but he doesn't really feel like he has a reason to be in the movie. Like the purpose is he knows Danny. They went to school together. They were like, what? They were like roommates in, in college. To, well, they went to college together and it's revealed that Danny actually went to take, he took the same classes as, right. Um, so that he could, as agent Onsen Clark. Cause so the adoptive could, father was this like big bank robber guy. Yeah, and he so he sent could, him to school to learn the, the procedures. I didn't know if it was the dad who sent him. I thought, Danny just wanted to be the best. No, I think that's what Kiro Donald says at one so point. So this is like oh, a, yeah, and, a departed thing? Yeah, we should say that Danny and Will are brothers. They're one's white, one's black, and their dad was a gigantic piece of shit. Right. Uh, but yeah, so he sent Danny to, to this school to learn basically what are the what are the techniques that the law enforcement is using again to, to hit people like us kind of thing. Right. Um, so that seems like it would play into the more of the plot because once they once he's along for the ride, uh, Anson Clark, the FBI guy, he doesn't really you know he calls Danny on the phone a couple times and they have like a brief conversation. He's like, Danny, but come then on. he doesn't help resolve anything. He no. doesn't like play into what happens. He's at the end. He's kind of a piece of shit where he's like telling Isa Gonzalez, "No, don't go to try to save that guy. He's not a good guy. He's a piece of shit. Like he's leave him alone." And she's like, "No, no, this guy tried like he saved the cop's life. He tried to save my life. All this kind of stuff." And he's telling her, "No, just leave him. Let him die on the fucking fl- floor." Because at that point, it's showing all the cops are like. They're doing. Oh, the, yeah, we'll, they're doing we'll, the cop yeah. thing, right? They're just gonna let him die like, on, the, that, on the ground, right? Isn't that reflected in his opening scene when he's at the the therapist and the his husband or boyfriend is like he does all this shit and he's like emotional and he's like I love this guy and he's completely disengaged. He doesn't care. He's, right. He's like, like he, oh, I gotta go. My job. Yeah, because he he he. That's who he is. He's. He's a piece of shit sure. Because I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, shit. like a Mike, most Michael Bay, Bay movies, there are there. It's bloated. Like, there is there are characters in here that don't need to be in here, like that don't actually serve a purpose. Like the dog, that's Michael Bay's dog, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Wait, what was the dog? The dog is is uh, is Captain Monroe's. Oh right, they, he is the giant dog. They, is that my dog in the car? <laughs> Yeah, he calls off the chase because his yeah. dog's in the I car. love it. I love it. <laughs> That's if Michael this, Bay's dog. If this movie was not directed by Michael Bay. <laughs> That's what I mean. I don't know if I love the guy or hate him. I think that if this movie wasn't directed by <laughs> it's Michael okay to Bay. Have mixed feelings. Yeah, I'm confused. It's complicated. If he this, confuses me. If it, if it wasn't directed by him and it was a little less polished, I feel like this would be like a classic. Like we would love it. We would be. I like, mean, I had a f- lot of fun with it. I'm talking about James. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it, I agree with you. I probably would love it. I mean, you got to admit that 
some of the action stuff is pretty great like in you know in the car chases oh, going yeah. there's a lot of really fun shit um yeah. you know they're tearing across that parking lot and they go into that like cargo bay thing where they're driving and the cop cars are crashing into all the different what about when they go into the underground parking yeah and yeah. it's got those drone shots where the yeah. drones are like flying down the side yeah, yeah. and it's got like that off angle with all the pillars like lined up that is sick that yeah, is like there's a ton fucking of, awesome there's a ton of fun stuff in that regard and because it's one of these movies where it's like it's just moving 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 uh, you know, it's very much like speed or even like the chase with Charlie Sheen, where it's just a nonstop like car chase basically for the mm-hmm. entire movie. Um, I don't know, like it suits Bay in that regard. So like I had a lot of fun while I was watching it. Is it a movie I'm going to go back and watch over and over again? Probably not because Michael Bay doesn't really grab me like that so but i could see watching this you know down the road in a few years and, and enjoying it you're telling me that if this is um, if this was on tv this is on hbo yeah yeah no if it's on tv i'll, I'll stop and watch i'm it for definitely while. watching it for a little bit it'll never be on tv <laughs> you don't think it'll ever be on hbo why i just don't think there's a lot of movies that this would make a great tv well, no, 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 movie no. i mean i think and what i mean is hbo what i mean is it's on a movie channel like right it's just on a it, that pops it's up. just gonna, you know what you're gonna get. You're gonna get the uh, the knockoff Michael Bay Battleship movie. <laughs> That's what you're gonna get on there. Oh man, Battleship! Oof! <laughs> yeah, because that's a Michael Bay knockoff style it's, movie. Uh, it's more of a Jerry Bruckheimer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we're splitting hairs. Well, okay, maybe. but yeah, that's splitting hairs. I think because like all those early Bays were Bruckheimer joints. Bruckheimer, right? Bruckheimer is Michael Bay without the cocaine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and I, uh, Isa Gonzalez, I feel like, you know, she's solid. I, it's one of those things that where like, because the script has so many characters and moving parts and stuff going on, like, I don't really, I didn't really connect with her character a lot. I mean, I think her acting is phenomenal. Yeah. She's great. She's great. Baby driver too, that we did. I think she's great. I think she's great. I do think, yeah, like I think if most it's of not a fun role like it's not you know like the the Hall we're talking about how great he is but that's the, that's a role where you get to be kind of a fun character right if it was if it was trimmed down and like you were saying Dustin if you lose some of these other characters and it's trimmed down and it's just in because most of it is in the ambulance but then you also get all these other side things where you know they go to make that meet with that other gang to yeah, they, you know, they figure all that shit out that and switch, switch the ambulance that scene was all, that, I thought the scene was really fun I know but if it was just in the ambulance yeah I mean it is mostly it is mostly ambulance. I understand that I'm just saying <laughs> so we should more got, ambulance you want to trim it down a little more bit ambulance. <laughs> more ambulance more ambulance there should be ambulance. like a fight scene in the ambulance I think it's totally fair <laughs> Well, like, a SWAT, kind of, like a SWAT guy jumps onto the ambulance right, right. and then they have to like <laughs> fight on top of the ambulance. But you do get that great, you know, going down the L.A. River canal thing, you know, then, total uh, Grand Theft Auto style. Yeah. Uh, Terminator. Gyllenhaal. Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Terminator, yeah, Terminator too. too, of course. Like it's. Uh, and Gyllenhaal's leaning out the window and the helicopters are there. I mean, it looks fucking great. It's like, fucking Christopher <laughs> Nolan. It's like he's the, he's the Joker at that point. He's just crazy. <laughs> but let's talk about Jake Gyllenhaal and how fucking hilarious he is. <laughs> yeah, he gets to be funny. But in, yeah, like you guys were saying, like in a manic sort of wild eyed way, right? Where you're not you're never quite sure 
where he's going, what he's going to do, because he, he could be totally like nice in one scene. And then like suddenly he kind of flips on a on a dime and he's like a little bit more like he turns into a more aggressive guy. Right? I think he plays the character perfect. This is where I, I thought it was like I th- there are these threads that they give you. I think it's partially based on the fact that it's 2022 and we've had movies for a long time. So there's certain tropes that you are expecting. Where I thought, like I said, that Danny and Cam were involved. I thought that Danny was actually his, her, her boyfriend. Because she says she has a boyfriend who's a doctor. Right. And I thought it was going to turn out to be that it was actually, he was her boyfriend. And okay. I thought that was based off of the conversation where it's like, I think she's like, I yeah, pref- that never occurred to me. I prefer to be called Cammy or a Cam. Yeah, oh not yeah. Cammy. Right, Cam. Yeah. And he's like, I, it's funny. I prefer to be called Danny, not Dan or whatever. whatever yeah. How it works out. And then I was like, okay, this is just a slight little wink at like, there's these people know each other. Oh, yes. Yeah, I never thought that at all. I mean, that's just in my head. And yeah. I thought that was like that's kind too of a complicated thing. for a big movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's but there's usually an inside guy that you find out in the third right. in the third act. Yeah. But there wasn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting where like the red herring was your my knowledge or my expectations, I guess my expectations gave me the red herring. I didn't there wasn't actually one there. Right. Um, which I thought was really kind of interesting. Um, I think it. you guys were talking about like it sucked to be like this actor or whatever, but like, well, we'll no, no, I just think, you know, it, it, you know, the Isaac Gonzalez character isn't the funnest part. No, she's not. But like no characters get to be actually be fun. No, it's except true. Except for Jake Gyllenhaal well, and Garrett, Garrett, Dillahunt. Garrett Dillahunt. does, right? But those are the only two people who get to actually have a good time. Like, mm-hmm. um, like Will, like his brother. Yeah, it's all very serious for <laughs> he's him. Like, he doesn't get it's to all have very fun. Serious for it's him. not fun for him at yeah. all. What about being the fucking cop that shot like uh, Jackson White, Officer Zach? I think that that guy just has to he be just lays on the gurney, the whole the gurney for a whole fucking movie. Not to mention they have their hands like fully into. Yeah, his. that was pretty awesome. <laughs> He's like, "Was your hand in me?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, like way up in you or whatever." <laughs> I like that scene too. I like that scene when she calls her real her actual boyfriend or ex boyfriend, um, and is like, "I have to do this," and then he gets. Yeah, he gets those doctors pr- got doctors on a conference call on a golf course, and they're like telling her how to like remove the bullet. And so stuff. I should give some context Just for crazy. how I watch this movie. Total Michael Bay. Watch this movie on a Sunday, stone sober. Oh, I thought you were gonna say stoned out of my mind. I wish I wasn't stone sober before I went to a family event. Yeah, and I pushed the family event <laughs> until finish, I finished finish this ambulance, movie, you guys, because. Throughout the entire film, I was so excited because I thought neither of you had watched it. Oh, yeah. And I was so excited to text you guys and be like, I watch it first. But to be like, James P. to the punch. This movie fucking ruled. <laughs> and I was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> Piss on your fire. So I was excited. Yeah, because I was like, Such a prick. like, this movie fucking ruled. I was like, going to be so excited to tell you because I thought, well, obviously you're going to feel the same way that uh-huh. I did and then it got shit so here's our text thread <laughs> me it's so it's official ambulance fucking rules Dustin haha interesting I don't think James felt the same way you know <laughs> what does rule though the unbearable weight of massive talent and I said 
James didn't like Ambulance? Dustin, have you seen it? Dustin, you said, I don't think so. I'm assuming to reply to James. <laughs> yes. So I don't understand why you thought James didn't like it then. Because he had posted on, on our Instagram account about he had watched it. Yeah. Then why would you say, I don't think he's watched it? No, no. I was saying, I don't think so in terms of, I don't think he liked it. I you didn't said James, ask that question. You said James I said, didn't like it? No. I don't think so. Oh, I see. Now I understand. And then my entire date was ruined. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it wasn't ruined because I didn't give a fuck. Because uh, I had such a good time watching this movie. Yeah, I, I got to say, I overall, I did have a lot of fun with this. And I wasn't really expecting to. I didn't think the trailer looked particularly great. I want to talk about the trailer for a second. Because the trailer, you guys showed me the trailer. James showed yeah, me the trailer. Yeah, we watched it, yeah. And I was the first one to be like, no, I'm not into this. It was just because I didn't see the film I watched represented in that trailer. Yeah, like, well, I, that's what I meant. Like, too, like, it also, uh, you know, I told you I had that impression of, like, where it was going to go in terms of the Danny character and stuff. And I was, I was like, eh, yeah, it's whatever. It's, just, you know, what it, you expect. Um, but it, it, it was kind of pleasantly surprising in some ways that I didn't see coming. Um, and it's not like, you know, every, obviously everything in the trailer is in the movie, but it's just the way that it lays out. It worked for me mostly. That shit with the pink flamingos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> I don't even remember that. He's on the phone organizing a rich person's oh, birthday party oh, for his yeah. kid while he's in the back of the ambulance. And he's like, no, the flamingos were supposed to go to like this island. They're not supposed to be there. And he's like, anyway, fuck that. Get paint and bring it to this bridge and go under the bridge. Yeah, because you get that scene too, right, where they send all the ambulances out from under the bridge, which, you know, that's fun. That's a fun idea. They painted it that weird neon green color. But then he is like, you know, Danny, Danny at the same time has contacted Poppy for help, the, the gangster guy. Yeah. And they send down this car that's rigged up with fucking Gatling gun, yeah. like machine guns, mini guns. Yeah, fucking Breaking and Bad. And a dummy driving the car to drive into the fucking blockade of cops and just like. So at this point. Blow up everybody. Why do they care about the cop in the ambulance? <laughs> because that wasn't Danny who did that. Yeah, you think they're gonna care? The cops and well, but the Danny court is did gonna care. Kind of arrange for it. You think they're gonna say, "Oh, yeah, well, that was that other gang." Oh yeah, because he did say, "Like, remember how you did this thing? Let's do it again." <laughs> yeah, I know. Danny knew. He was like, he arranged for it. He contacted Poppy. Ah, Danny's like, so great. He's my favorite villain ever. He's a pretty fun villain, like because he's so likable. Right? You're not telling me you don't want to watch a movie where he just like does crazy shit. No, well, we can't now. He's fucking dead. We, oh, got a, we need a prequel. He? We need a prequel. Maybe he downloaded himself into Meta. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking in the. When do we get that Meta movie? Yeah. Why, <laughs> where, when are we going to get the, the Lawnmower Man ambulance crossover <laughs> that we've all been hoping for? Oh man, I would watch that. <laughs> Did I, have I told you about watching Lawnmower Man when I was a kid? I don't know. Have you? So I was went to a uh, birthday party, which is a sleepover thing with like, it was a birthday. I Guys, this is going to be sweet. We're going to watch Lawnmower Man. We watched, they watched Lawnmower Man and Kindergarten Cop. Great combo. And I left during Lawnmower because I'd never seen a horror movie. Yeah. At that point, I was like eight years old, nine years old. I was like, no, this isn't, I'm leaving. Like, and I literally left. <laughs> and I was like, like I'm, no, I was just like, it, I couldn't handle it. <laughs> Like I just went upstairs and I was like, I'm hanging out and I played in his room by myself. <laughs> and they were like, are you going to come watch? And I'm like, come watch Lawnmower Man, you fucking pussy. Yeah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not watching this. I was like, I took a moral stance. 
<laughs> Man, I, like, maybe that's what set me on the road to becoming who I am. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it. You don't need to. It's oh, a I think you terrible should. virtual reality uh, CG nightmare what from the, the fuck 90s. What are you talking about? You watch so much shit, Oh, no, Dustin. yeah, no, I know. I mean, Why would I'm you just not telling tell... people they don't need to waste oh, their time oh, okay. on Law Man. I think you do. I'll watch it for you. It's a okay, bu- sounds good. I think it's a building block. Right. Because it's part I have of, a lot of those. I think Lawnmower Man is too much part of the zeitgeist to not watch if you're into that kind of stuff. Man. Like, it's such a touchstone for so many people. It's funny that Lawnmower Man has come up because I was just listening to a podcast last night where they were talking about it and I was like, I got to rewatch Lawnmower Man. I haven't seen that since I was a kid. It's crazy. I was like... <laughs> it's the one that Stephen King sued them because to take his name off of it because it was based on Stephen King's oh, Lawnmower really? Man, which is a short story in like his first collection of short stories and it has nothing whatsoever to do with this movie. They, like there's nothing about it the same. They did make a sequel. Yeah, there was a sequel too. That came yeah. out around the same time as a movie called Popcorn. Yeah, Popcorn, the slasher movie in the movie theater. I've never seen it. It always t- scared me too much. Like the, the, it's a fun movie. I'm talking about like the, the cover art. Yeah. It yeah, the scared me too lady, much. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Ambulance. Let's Should we rate it? Is there anything else to talk about in the movie? Probably. There's a ton of Probably shit the that fact happens. That, but that Ambulance is spelled in white letters, but LA is in yellow letters. Fuck yeah, it is. So is this, <laughs> is this like him trying to steal the mantle of most LA film director from Michael Mann. <laughs> well, if he, if that was the intent, I don't think he succeeded, but this was fun. Yeah. It definitely makes good use of LA locations like the canals, like we're talking about and stuff. Um, most fun I've had with a Bay movie since like probably at least Armageddon, not, if not the rock. Um, and yeah, I mean, if he does more movies like this, I'll watch them. I'm not going to fucking love them, but like I had fun with this while I watched it. Like it was a good time while I was watching it. So rate the movie. Yeah. Go James. Oh, I have to rate it. Oh yeah. You didn't put your, you didn't put your numbers in. So John, you can start then. What did, what did you give ambulance? I love this movie. I thought it was so much fun. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. You watch a movie in the time when you watch it and you can't really escape that. So my feelings are kind of locked into that. Um, and even with this discussion, it doesn't change anything. So my reaction is a nine and my overall score is a 7.8. Wow, that is high. Um, my reaction is a seven and my overall is a 6.6. James. You know what's crazy is James is just entering his, um, you know, his, his scores. Um, it's already at a 4.8. With just mine and your ratings, Dustin, mm-hmm. which already puts it so far ahead of so many other movies. <laughs> Let's just say some movies it's ahead of without a third person. It's ahead of Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's ahead of Miami Connection. See, Hobbs and Shaw is like perfect company for this. this is the same kind of movie no, to me. I disagree. Same kind of action, funny, same kind I, of dumb I, fun. I love this movie as much as I hated Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Under Siege 2? <laughs> I don't know. Under Siege 2 has that awesome scene where he's hanging off the, <laughs> the cliff. <laughs> and yeah. speaking, of, um, speaking of Stephen King, all three of us combined gave Maximum Overdrive a 3.2. Well, it's not the greatest movie. I mean, it's got some, some fun parts. But, but it's better than Ballistic X versus Sever. Sure, sure Which is. I don't think... I mean, any, that's pretty low for Maximum Overdrive. Nothing's ever going to take Ballistic's... Oh, I still would like to try to find something, but but what's gonna have like that bank? Yeah, it'll have to be pretty bad. Because I think you have to be a special kind of bad. You have to include how much it costs to make the movie. (laughs) Yeah, 
so my score, my reaction is a five. Um, I gave it a seven for action. So, cause there is some good action. I think maybe I'll like it better a year from now. I don't know. Yeah. It might, might be a grower. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a grower, not a shower. Yeah. It, it's definitely a grower. Just like your um, uh, So overall, I gave it a 5.6, which gives it an overall score of 6.7. Well, that's pretty decent. Where does it end up on Boo. the list? Which means... It's going to end up behind it, a lot of movies. Oh, man. It's tied with a lot of movies. That's it. Oh, you don't have it in front of you. I'll read it. It's tied with at 68... True Lies, Speed, Escape from New York, <laughs> MacGruber, Sin City, From Dust Till Dawn, Dread. Sensation, Dust Till Dawn, Dread. Oh boy, who who's, wants to start here? Who's going first? Uh, I'll put it behind all of them. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it behind that slow mo dread. <laughs> I like dread. You guys were hard on dread. Uh, yeah, I would. I think I would have to put it behind dread as well. Um, I can't put it ahead of fucking speed. I mean, I think speed is is overall the better version of this. I love True Lies. Escape from New York's classic. MacGruber's fucking hilarious. Although I would probably put it ahead of Sin City. Yeah, but, but behind we don't dread. really have that. Yeah, we don't really have that option here. Yeah, fine. I'll put it ahead of all of them. <laughs> ahead do, of all of them? Just to be fun. Just do the math. Just to be fun. What? <laughs> do the math. How is it better than True Lies? Well, if two and of us... And Speed. And, yeah, come on. Like, better than come Speed. come on. You've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest. I actually enjoyed it more than True Lies. And I enjoyed it more well, than Speed. I remember Speed. you did hate True Lies when we did it. And I enjoyed it more than Speed. True Lies is so good. Um, I, I don't. I don't. Okay, so, but if the, both of us say it's behind Dread, then doesn't that weigh it down towards yeah, that it's, end? It's behind Sin City. Yeah, I guess so. It's seventy three. So new number seventy three. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you know people who miss the the classic Michael Bay feeling. I think, I think a, you can totally get into this okay. and have a fun time. It's a, just a popcorn flick. It's a good time. If it's still playing, I would go see it. Give it, give it if you have that option where you are. Uh, I think it would be a fun night at the movies. Uh, if not, I know it's a, it's already available to to rent or stream or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, is it a classic? Not in my books, but it's a it's a good time. James, you are more middle of the road. There's stuff you like, obviously, but stuff yeah. a lot of stuff you don't like. Um, so I don't know if you guys know this watching Michael Bay movies, which after since I didn't want to watch the movie again, I just like watched a lot of Michael Bay stuff. Yeah. Um, so there's like breakdowns of his movies and like themes that he carries through all of his movies and how he'll like take things from other people's movies, but he'll also like recycle stuff from his movies. Okay. Um, he loves using lamp posts, a like background reference to a scene that he's doing. Like in, I think it's in bad boys. Anyways, he likes to have like a big, like a train go by 
with a car in focus in the front and lampposts. <laughs> like, he always has lampposts. And in this movie, there's lampposts as well. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, code for his hog. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that was a thing for him. Yeah, it's um, now I'm probably just notice it every time I watch one of his movies. And like, he has a very particular way when he does that whole spinning thing, like when mm-hmm. he spins around. That the background has to have certain things in the background for that to make sense. Okay, for his style of because people try and imitate it and it doesn't really work yeah, that have, well. Uh, it has so. to have a poster of the Lion King 2 Simba's Pride. <laughs> yeah, if we don't see that, then we don't know. Can I play are. a quick game? Yeah, hells yeah. I just want to play one quick box office game. Let's do it. Okay, and I think this is especially fun because it's a box office from literally a month ago. Mm. Wow. When okay. this movie let's was how, released. Let's see how close we've been paying attention. All right. So uh, top 10 movies... Domestic box office for April 8th, 2022. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll go for the top 10. Does anybody want to guess what the number one movie that week? a month ago was? A month ago? Was it, uh, oh, was it The Batman? Or was that a little too, am I guessing too early? Yeah. The Batman's on the list, late? but it's at number six. It, okay, is it so Doctor already- Strange? Doctor Strange comes out this it's week. Not, it's not coming out yet. <laughs> oh, I uh, shows how, about, how much how I go to the Spider, movies. Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, no, it wouldn't be that. Yeah, that's on the list as well. Yeah, but, but it wouldn't be number no, one. No, it's that's number eight. Okay, so it'd already been out for a while. Yeah, where do you think Ambulance lands in the top ten first? Uh, uh, ten, two. Yeah, number two. Correct. Okay, so we've got number how. <laughs> we've got number Didn't six. Didn't it do like well, two, two million two dollars? Weekend or two we, million opening weekend. We've got six and eight. Um, a movie that we talk about this episode is on the top ten. The Nicolas Cage one. Well, let's start with number ten. Any guesses? Is an A twenty four film. Uh, A twenty four horror film. Wait, did we we didn't talk about X on this episode? No, and I was I was changing subject, but it, it's a, it it is X, a movie that I I enjoyed. Okay, yeah. Dustin, have you seen it yet? Yeah, I liked it. Quite you liked a bit. it, Dustin? I can't remember. James. <laughs> I haven't seen it. You don't watch fucking good movies. Um, <laughs> you will like X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Number nine. I watch Ambulance. <laughs> no, number nine is a. Um, uh, so this is a movie that has Ethan Suple and Channing Tatum in it. Oh, that's where she's like a novel, a romance novel. Oh, Lost City? Dog. Um, that's number nine. So we got X, we got Dog. Dog? Yeah. Okay, I knew there was that Tana, Ch- Channing Tatum, uh, Sandra Bullock one. Do you guys know the movie Dog? Nope. Uh, that's like a military guy. And he yeah, has, it's and he has a, a dog. And he has a dog, yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's about a military guy who is like has PTSD and yeah. he gets a dog and he has to go on a road trip. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I you know, know that existed. It's relatable. Number eight, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Uh, number seven is a movie that you guys both talked about. Did I say this already? Is it The Unbearable Weight? No. It's a movie you both watched this week. Oh, uh, oh Uncharted. 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 Uh, number six is The <laughs> Batman, which you already guessed. Number five is another A24 movie, a movie that I am so excited to see. I haven't seen it yet. Mm. Shit, what else did they put out? Directed recently? by two directors. The Daniels, I think they're called. The oh, yeah. Shit, what is this? I know what this is, and I can't think of it. Stars, I think, um, 
what would be considered a one. I, I think one of our favorite actresses. Damn it! I I just was listening to someone talk about this, and I can't think of what it is. Who, who's the actress? Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Oh right, the everything everywhere. Yep, that's uh, at number five. Uh, number four is another Channing Tatum movie that you just mentioned, Lost City. The Lost City. Number three, Channing Tatum, two in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is a uh, Marvel movie. Is it a Marvel movie? No. Oh, the Moon. No, it's not Marvel. Is DC. That, is that a show? It's Morbius. I don't know. Morbius is a Sony Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. isn't that? Isn't there like a moon something? That's moon a, show. a show. That's moon a show. Yeah. Uh, number two is Ambulance. Number one. What was number? And one? number one is a movie. I got tickets to, actually to the um, premiere in Vancouver. Oh, Hedgehog. Yeah, and I couldn't go. Is Sonic the Hedgehog two? Hey, oh, hey, I got tickets too. too. I know you did. And I turned them down. <laughs> I turned, so did I. Fuck that shit. <laughs> uh, apparently, I heard rumors that Jim Carrey was there at the opening. Oh, really? Damn it. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Could go up to him and be like, fucking. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce Almighty himself. <laughs> so, anyway, that's, uh, yeah, that's the box office from a month ago. Yeah, I mean, it was we were pitiful at that game uh, for a month a month ago box office. Can, well, you, tell hey, me, can you tell me one for? 10 I don't years know ago? movies. Much. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I feel like I would have killed at that. Yeah, for one that was like a decade old or something. But or a more. decade old, I would have sucked. Oh, I feel like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I would have beat you. Yeah, you definitely for once. <laughs> well, James beat me that one time when we did with uh, with Christian not too long ago. Don't mm-hmm. make me feel worse. <laughs> James was the big winner that night. Knock me off my pedestal. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, check us out on Patreon, Action Action Podcast. Or am I saying that wrong? Is it just Action Action? Uh, action Action Podcast. Yeah. Action Action Podcast. We're on Instagram. That's where you can interact with us and tell us what a shitty job we're doing. Send us your feedback. Uh, for Dustin. And on Letterboxd, we are on there, Action Action. That's where our list is kept. And we haven't updated it in a long ass time. We need to do that. Oh, really? Uh, But yeah, Uh, we'll see you next week.